Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I am your host, Claudine Wolk. You can find me at my Substack account, claudinewolk.substack.com. We're talking all about publishing and book marketing. If you have decided that you want to write a book and you're trying to figure out how to publish it, or maybe you've already written a book and you're trying to figure out how to market it, this is the podcast slash Substack for you. Our goal is to give you great tips, by example in some cases, to help you get your book seen and sold. So join us through the newsletter or the podcast today and get your book seen and sold. Welcome to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. I'm your host, Claudine Walk. Dave Chesson is the owner of the Kindlepreneur website, an invaluable resource for authors interested in marketing their book and includes lots of self-publishing how-to. His work in book publishing and book marketing has been featured in Forbes, Entrepreneur, Ali, Huffington Post, and even Market Watch. Dave hosts a podcast aptly titled The Book Marketing Show with Dave Chesson, and he is our guest today. Welcome, Dave. Well, thank you for having me. So Kindlepreneur, we can find you at Kindlepreneur.com. So let's start with how you created Kindlepreneur and why. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I grew up with with dyslexia, and so I never really thought I was going to be a writer. I mean, when you really struggle and you get the worst grades in class, you know, that's just you just think you're not meant for it. Uh, so instead, I went into math and science, and you know, that was that was my jam because hey, two plus two equals four. Whereas I tried to write a sentence, I'm thinking I'm being you know Ernest Hemingway over here, but the D on my paper says otherwise. So I'm like, all right, peace be with you. So. <laughs> But that doesn't mean that your dream of writing doesn't go away. And so I was in the military. I was stationed on the other side of the world. And, you know, I was like, all right, that's it. I am I need to find a way to make enough money to get out of the military so I could be home with my kids uh, instead of all the way on the other side of the world without them. But what do you do when you're on the other side of the world? You can't do a brick and mortar. I didn't want to go into another nine to five traveling job or something like that. And so I learned about Kindle Direct Publishing, the fact that I could write a book, submit it to Amazon, and Amazon takes care of all the logistics for me. I just get paid uh, at the end. I was like, this is cool. But when you're not an amazing writer um, and you're really trying to build a platform, a strong enough platform to allow you to leave a full-time job to be home with your kids, you, like for me, I had to understand the market more so, right? I couldn't just sit down and write about anything I felt like, um, you know, because my writing wasn't there. Uh, and instead, I was like, you know, what if I start studying Amazon and trying to figure out what's happening in their market? And what kind of books are people looking for, but there there aren't enough options? Or the options there are bad. And so I spent hours, and I was crawling Amazon. I was researching them. I was looking at things. I was asking myself, why is that? Why is this book shown over that book? And so forth. And when I started doing that, I started generating really good ideas on book subjects and or on topics and things like that. And so I got to work and I started writing these books. And what was awesome was, was that after launching those, Amazon really helped to sell the books because it was something that the market was wanting and they weren't getting. And so I just kept writing and stacking on top of that. Now, the thing about this was nobody was talking about it back in the day. Uh, matter of fact, it way back then, if you had said Kindle keywords or keyword, you know, or uh, any of those things, people would have run you out of out of the uh, forum room with pitchforks and and <laughs> and uh, torches because 
back around that time, there were a lot of marketers out there that were saying, hey, choose these magical words and you're going to make money. And so it was like, so a lot of people weren't really talking about it because it was taboo. Um, so I started like really blogging about it instead of some way that, hey, make money or do this. It was like more or less, let's understand why Amazon does this. Why is it that they show this book over another book? Um, what what can we do to actually improve this? And let me show you. And so I was writing these articles. I was explaining each detail using that math and science background to kind of uh, to give people sort of the foot print or the the blueprint, excuse me, for stepping through the process. And that's really when Kindlepreneur, the website just started to take off because I feel like it was maybe one of the first to truly address uh, the market of Amazon and how we authors can better live in it. It really is a fabulous website. And it also um, is, a, I don't know, I, I, I think it's a kind website, Dave, because so many people want to publish and a lot of people want to self-publish and you provide so much really genuine, great information for free on your site, which is, is such a kindness, I think. I appreciate that. I, you know, my, my take on it is, is that for every article that is ever written on Kindlepreneur, it needs to have a purpose and it needs to give authors a step-by-step um, process by which to read turn around, do and see results. Um, you know, so a lot of the times we cut the fluff. I don't do things like 17 ways to get a better, you know, or so it's like, let's, let's look at one of those ways and let's give you the exact steps you need to actually see something from that one way. You know, it's, it's kind of like, it's not knocking on other articles out there. I'm just kind of the person that like, I, I, I want to know the how I want to know the details. I want to be able to follow those instructions and see something. And so like when people do a paragraph on, you know, paragraph each for the 17 different ways to increase book sales. It's like, that's not replicable. I can't do that. And so that's kind of been my mantra of like, if we're going to talk about it, like we're going to talk about it. So absolutely. And your background is, um, I read nuclear engineer and sub submariner. Am I saying that right? Submarine. (laughs) Yep. That's correct. You know, it's funny is there's actually, no, there's an argument between submariners about whether you say submariner or submariner. (laughs) I like submariner because it sounds better. I've been told by more submariners that it's actually submariner, but I'm like, whatever, potato, potato. But clearly you brought that experience and that expertise to what you're doing at Kindlepreneur. Yeah, it's, um, you know, but for those who are not like techie or, or into the numbers, like I really like to marry art and science together. Um, and so it's not over the top. Anytime I get to a point where I call it my muzzy factor, by the way, um, muzzy is the name of my grandmother. Uh, it's my muzz and it's like, Hey, if and my team, my programming team, my writing team, they all know like if I'm like, hey, is this muzzyable? They know that, <laughs> hey, do we need to do something to break this down a bit more? Like case in point, we we're talking about um, building an author website, right? And immediately I saw a point where we were writing about this because let's face it, building an author website is a beast, okay? And we don't we don't pull any punches on that. But I was like, we immediately say, oh, get a domain, get hosting. I'm like, whoa, 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 is that muzzyable? Like, can can muzzy go do that like no they she cannot because she doesn't understand that she's gonna be like well domain hosting like hold on break that down a little bit and then i was like and we did and i was like okay whoa this is too much information and so we we then design this really cool image that helps to just from looking at it you figure you can figure these things out i'm like there we go that's muzzyable so 
Uh, while I love to really bring in the details, I love to really, sometimes we have what I call the, the PFM button. It's actually something we used to say in nuclear power, uh, PFM, which is like when somebody's trying to explain something and it's super teching, super hard and you're like, got it. Nope. Just don't press that button. Pure freaking magic is what, what PFM stands for. <laughs> so it's pure freaking magic. I don't need to know it. Just don't touch the button. Got it. So we do a lot of that too. This must be why I love your website because it is muzzy of all and I'm, I'm muzzy too. And I need to do, you know, I have an accounting background, so I need to understand the rules, how things go in a logical way. And then maybe I can apply some creativity to it well down the road. So with Kinder, there's so many things on Kindlepreneur that, that a uh, author can find to help. But one of the things that I found uh, recently that has been the most helpful for me in teaching book marketing to students is where to get started. And I think it, you have created this fabulous um, tutorial with categories and keywords and also the tool publisher Rocket. Uh, I think it's a fantastic starting point for book marketers to begin to understand kind of the industry. Because when you're talking about book marketing, all of a sudden, it's it, it's like another language, and it's so intimidating. And can you explain, if you agree with me, that those tutorials are a great starting point, why that would be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it kind of comes back to, to where I found my success with books and, you know, just beginning was just understanding the market. But, you know, what I was doing, it wasn't brand new because publishing companies have been doing the same thing for years. They've had access to the kind of data. They have these giant services and software and things that they do. And and we sell publishers were kind of left on our own to be like, okay, I'm going to write this, you know, and we go to town, we do all this work and we find out if we're right or wrong. Um, and so when I started building, um, when I started doing this, I was using Excel sheets. I was using equations. I was using all these things. It was taking me hours, even with the, with the Excel sheet. And I was like, you know what? There's gotta be a better way. So I found some amazing programmers and we built what, what was called KDP rocket back in the day, but now it's called publisher rocket. And the goal was give authors the kind of information that publishers use when making these decisions. And a lot of this is centered around knowing what keywords to use, the exact categories they should use, um, how to do advertisements. And so we built the software and now authors don't have to guess. They can go in and they can see what phrases shoppers use when looking for their next book on Amazon. They can see how many people are searching. They can see how competitive it is. And using that and those tutorials you were talking about, that will give authors clearly defined decisions. You know, they can see, they know this is going to help. They know that this won't help um, and they can understand their market. And then when it comes to choosing your categories, uh, there are 13,000 categories on the Amazon market and there's no list anywhere where you can find them. But on Rocket, you can see every one of them. You can even see how many sales you need to make in a day in order to be the new number one bestseller. Like it just takes all of that away. And so, like I said, my goal was to basically tip the balance where all that stuff that publishing companies were using to make their decisions, authors can now use and they can not only make better decisions, but they can improve their book on the Amazon platform. Right. And if you're listening and you're saying, well, this is not muzzyable to me. I don't know. I just started book marketing. I don't know what the heck they're talking about. 
that's why I think the the categories and keywords tutorials that Dave has put together are a great first stop. And Dave's going to tell us where to find those. But the idea is that it, it, he explains to you in in I think they're they're less than twenty minutes each these videos oh, yeah. why mm-hmm. key what keywords are how they're used in Amazon um, specifically but used anywhere and why they're important and also um, categories so for example if you're talking about Amazon specifically and you are a self publisher and you're going to put your book onto Kindle onto Amazon to sell you have to enter. A certain number of categories. You have to enter a certain number of keywords for your book. So if you don't know what you're doing, you're just wasting time, right, Dave? Yeah, absolutely. You know, because there's so so many competitive titles out there. So Dave explains that, and then Publisher Rocket is, and I the way I explain it is it's it's a software that you put on your computer, and it's less than a hundred dollars, and yep. And, and it's very simple to use, but it takes a little time to kind of understand why you're doing what you're doing in terms of, you know, selecting the competition and then selecting the, you know, the keywords and categories. But if you play around with it for not too long, we're talking maybe 10, 15 minutes, when you start to play around with that thing, you're going to you're going to understand it's all going to come together, how everything is is um, interacting and and the keywords and the categories and the competition books that you need to be aware of. And then you can use all that great information for you. Every press, uh, every media kit item you create, the press release, the back of your book cover, what you put in book information on your Amazon page or any other retail outlet. See how excited I'm getting, Dave? I'm so excited. (laughs) I mean, it's just an amazing thing. Plus, let's say you want to go with a traditional publisher. And you want to, um, you're going to have to create a book proposal. Well, guess what? You're going to have to know what competition is out there. And this um, Publisher Rocket is an amazing way for you to easily identify competition. So one thing that you said early um, in the interview, Dave, was that when you first started writing, you kind of wrote to the subject matter, right? Based on your, yep, right? And how did that go for you? Because that's amazing. How many books have you written? I've written nine different books. Um, and constantly I've gone back to those same ones and updated them and improved them over the time because, um, they've generated, uh, revenue every month. Um, since the first up from, from the first year I did it to now. And, you know, that's kind of the thing is, is that I love to use publisher rocket to help validate a book idea before I start. Because if you think about it, if you're like, Oh man, I would like to write a book on this. Well, you can go to, to publish a rocket, type in whatever that idea is, have it search. Then we'll come back and tell you, Hey, sorry, but nobody's searching for that or books that, that, you know, here's all the books that, that are showing up for that. And none of them are making money. Um, and it kind of helps me as an author decide if I still want to write it. Now that's not to tell authors that they can't write that book that they want to. What it does tell them though, is that immediately they now know that Amazon won't help them to sell the book so they can put it up there. But now they've got to learn what I call, um, interruptive marketing. Okay. And that's where you have to go find the market somewhere else, get their attention and bring them to your book and convince them to buy right then and there. And so for some people, go for that. But for me, that's not exactly my jam. I would much rather be able to say, hey, look at that. Amazon has a lot of people looking for this book or this subject or this genre. They're hungry. There is not enough 
competition or there's not enough books on it or the books there are really bad. I could do better. And these are opportunities where as a new author, it really helps you get your foot in the door and start building your following or building your platform uh, or just if you're focused on revenue, building your revenue. Otherwise, without something like that, you're just kind of guessing you're throwing spaghetti on the wall, see what sticks and you're burnt, you know, you're churning and burning until you finally get that. And to those who do it, if you stick with it, you will find it. One of those pieces of spaghetti are going to stick on the wall. But me personally, I'd love to know beforehand, before I invest my time, energy, and money into you know creating book covers, getting editors, and all that, and know that my book is prepared for the market better than not. So I like to use it as a um, as a book idea validator, and it helps me feel more secure about writing it, and I get more energized about writing it too because I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. Um, but then after I've written it, it helps me to make sure that I get the right keywords to position it. So Amazon shows it to the right people and shows it more often. Uh, it helps me to choose the kind of categories that make it that my kind of readers will find it, that I can get bestseller status from day one. It helps me to set up Amazon ads. It helps me to understand my competition. All of those things come together. And I think it's a really good one-two punch. And so I, I recommend to authors to use it for a book idea validation and then in your publishing process. Absolutely. Uh, the other thing I wanted to mention was that the software does interact directly with Amazon, which is really cool. Yes, it does. And you are updating it constantly, the software. Absolutely. Um, we are. And the cool thing about it is, like like you said, it's $97 and that's lifetime access. Um, and on top of that, every time we come out with new features, capabilities, updates, et cetera, all absolutely free. They've always been free. Uh, I'm, I'm not a fan of software that makes you pay. Uh, again, when they make it better. Um, so we're always adding new things. Very soon, we're coming out with historical category data. That's going to be super cool. So you can see sales trends on any of the 13,000 categories out there. You can see what's going on. It gives you insight that says that, hey, in the lit RPG cultivation books right now, this is what's happening in the industry. Like you can just update it daily. And so that'll be a free upgrade uh, for all current owners. Um, and yeah, so the data is always up to date, but we're always adding to it as well. See what I am I'm telling you, listeners, this is, he's a very kind man that he's putting all this excellent resource and tool out there for you to use to get your books out there. Um, one of the things I wanted to say, too, was that it's so great about um, it also helps existing authors. And this is going to be a little in the weeds, but I just cannot resist asking you this question. So for existing authors, you can do the same kind of research on your book and your competition and for those who, and I encourage this, work with your publishers, if you're traditionally published or if you're published yourself, you might discover certain categories that maybe your publisher hadn't even thought of based on the trends and what are things that are going on. And so you can go to your publisher and say, hey, listen, why don't you try this category? Because I read an article on Kindlepreneur where Dave says that you can change categories and you can also add additional categories. Am I right? Yes. Yes, you can. As a matter of fact, the funny thing about publishing companies is a lot of them don't do Amazon categories. Uh, they use what's called BISACs. And so what a BISAC is, is uh, to best explain it, is a long time ago, they used to have a really big problem about supply chain logistics for books. All right. So a publisher, a big publisher would say, all right, this book. And they look at it and they're like, uh, we're going to put in the category of Wiccan. Um, and then they would ship it off to all the bookstores out there and the bookstores would open up the box and be like, uh, Wiccan. 
And the big ones might actually have a Wiccan, you know, um, bookshelf or section. All right. But the small ones would be like, uh, Wiccan. Um, I don't know what this is. Is that religious studies or is this fantasy or what? You know, and so they would guess. And so the books would constantly get put in the wrong spot because big guys had lots of categories. Small guys had small. Um, so they created this international standardization code called the BISACs and it's 4,800 plus, um, BISAC categories, right? And so when you go as a publisher, when you go to, you know, publish a book, you select one of the 4,800 BISACs. Now, when you send the book to that market, whether it's Barnes and Noble, Amazon, or the books, local bookstores or whatever, it's a code. And you say, Hey, this book is attached to these two codes, these two BISAC categories. And then when that store gets it, they have a database that says, oh, well, this list of codes goes to this aisle. This list of codes go to this aisle. So it's not a subjective mistake anymore, right? Well, the same thing happens for Amazon. So when you go to publish your book on Amazon through KDP, you select two categories there. You're actually selecting BISACs. You're not selecting from the 13,000 Amazon categories. And when publishers do this, they do the same thing, except that they submit the book to Amazon and that's it. They're done. Um, and this puts you in the most competitive categories that, you know, like good, good luck, you know, seeing the light of day. Um, and so what a lot of authors, you know, when they self-publish, they, you have to select two BISACs and then immediately contact Amazon to add, uh, Amazon categories, which Rocket will show you. And we have tutorials on how to do that. Or if you're working with a published uh, publisher, you can contact them and say, Hey, I would like you to add my book to these five categories. And now you're, you're getting that aspect. Um, do definitely do not assume that the publisher is, is doing that extra thing. A lot of them don't even know about the BISAC because it's just a standardization code. They use it to all the stores they send to. So I think that's a really important factor. Another thing that I've, I've loved about it is I've heard of authors using the data from Rocket to be able to convince publishing companies to either sign them or to give stronger backing to a book. Uh, just recently, I was talking to a ghostwriter who was working with, um, I don't have permission to use the name, but we'll, we'll say that it was a general in the US uh, Army. And uh, this ghostwriter is writing a biography that was kind of centered around a leadership component. And when they were talking to the publishing company, uh, the publisher was saying one thing, and then they pulled up the data from Publisher Rock and they said, no, this is the better idea for the market. And immediately they were like, good call. And they went with that. And so that changed the, it changed the way they titled the book. It changed the way that they positioned the book. Um, and it, it, it was a major success for them. So you can use it not only to help get your publisher to make some better decisions, but you can also help to convince them to either sign you or give you a better deal. That's amazing. So you're saying that the, the Amazon, when you upload your uh, book, they're going to ask you for BISAC codes, and then you can go back to them and say, hey, listen, I want you to add X, Y, and Z categories. And if you don't contact them, they just won't. And you nope, have no other way correct. to do it. Yeah. You have to. How do you contact them? It's really hard to contact yeah. Amazon. No worries. So they actually have a special form just for this. Um, and so like on publisherrocket.com forward slash tutorials, if you scroll down to the category feature on Publisher Rocket, you'll see on the right, we actually have a YouTube video there. Uh, that will show you exactly what you need to do. Um, and it gives you the link to that exact form you go to and fill it out like it, like the video shows you. And you can get up to 10 uh, categories added to your book. No problem. Like within 24 hours, it's done. 
So it's super cool. Cause yeah, it's not one of those crazy things where you got a phone call and you get some weird Amazon humans on there that, you know, that give you trouble or problems. Nope. It's a form just for the category thing, which is nice. That is awesome. I'll put that in the show notes, but, and you're saying that this is for books that are already published or can you yes. do it so at you, the time of launch? So what you have to do is, is that when you go to publish on Amazon, right. And you're in KDP Kindle direct publishing dashboard and you're submitting your book, they're going to, ask you to select two categories. And those are the two bisacks. You just have to select two. You have to hit publish. And then once you've published it, the next minute, I literally go right to their form and I'm like, Amazon, here's my, and I copy and paste my list that I pre-generated, you know, thanks to Rocket. I just paste it in there and I say, submit. And within 24 hours, I get an email back says, no problem. Your book has been added. Now, if for some reason you get rejected, uh, just honestly take that list again and resubmit it. Sometimes you get a weird human. And again, I keep calling Amazon humans the weird humans because you'll get that one person and it's hilarious. I mean, I filled out a form that was all about categories. Like it's a special form just for adding categories. And you'll sometimes get a human that responds to that form saying, I'm sorry, but we do not you know, do the practice of giving you categories. It's like, so instead of arguing with that human, just resubmit the form. You'll get one of the other humans that knows what they're doing. <laughs> I think sometimes they just put like the rookie in there or something and they don't explain their job or I have no idea. But if if you're an author listening to this and, and you've been through it, you're probably nodding your head being like, yep, I know what he means when he says weird human. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. That's great. That's the next thing I'm going to do when we uh, when we're done our interview, Dave. I'm going to I'm going to send an email to my publisher and let her know like which exactly what to do to get those additional categories in there. It's so important, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's, it's interesting is, is that a lot of authors, like when you look at publish rocket and it tells you all the categories, but it also tells you the number of sales that day you need to make in order to be number one. Now, the difference between a category that's attached to a BISAC could be like 300 sales in a day. Whereas a Amazon category, which only those who know this would be, a, it's like 12, Right. you know? And so, now, you may be saying, yeah, but, you know, to become an Amazon bestseller, what does that mean? You know, okay, yeah, it is It is some cool points. You get some cool points by saying you're an Amazon bestseller. You do get to put that on your resume still. You can say bestselling author because okay. you were legitimately as such. But from a marketing perspective, um, when you are an Amazon bestseller in a category, Amazon puts that little bestseller tag on your book. It's there in the search results of Amazon. So if somebody is searching for your book, it's there on your book sales page. And that little tag, it goes a long way. Because if I'm shopping on Amazon and I'm looking for a book on, you know, we'll say like um, Second Chance Romance, okay? And I see this book come up and, you know, there's there's all these normal books. But then all of a sudden, one of them has that orange tag that says bestseller, it's going to make me pause and look more at the book and engage with it. And when I go to look at the book, you know, click on it and look and start reading the book description, I have a little bit of social validation because others have already bought this book. I feel more likely to buy it because others have. Let's face it, it's called peer pressure marketing, right? <laughs> um, because others have 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 done it. Mm -hmm. So it feels easy. Whereas like if it feels like nobody's been there or, it, you know, it, it's... There's no validation. I need a little bit more convincing. So those bestseller tags can not only gain attention, but they can help to convert shoppers as well. So, you know, difference between selling 300 books or 12 books, you know, can be night and day. Absolutely. And does that, does that tag stay on even it, it doesn't, do you have to rank number one every day? 
for that tag to stay on. Yeah. Yes, you do. And so, you know, that's kind of the key is, is that there's a lot of categories out there that like, you know, like, like we were saying, could be hundreds or they could be tens. There's a lot out there that just need one sale. Um, and I would say to those is that with 13,000 categories, there, there's a lot. And a lot of it's just because people don't know. Um, Amazon doesn't provide a giant list that you can go to. So it's just spending hours clicking around and looking at what books show that they're a part of or, you know, trying to guess and hope that it works. Um, and but, you know, if, if you believe that you can create something, if your book really fits, if your keywords are great and you're sending new tr- new Amazon shoppers to your book every day, you should be able to hit these marks so that you can maintain that bestseller tag many days out of the week, you know, and through the months and so forth. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm sure people are extremely excited to get started. So send them to the right place, Dave, so they, they know where to find the keywords and categories, tutorials, and also Publisher Rocket. Yeah. Uh, well, the best thing is, is just go to publisherrocket.com forward slash tutorials. There you could, on, on the left side, you could see videos on how to use the software. But on the right side, you can see a lot of these videos and articles that explain all these things that are kind of like the extra sauce slash you know, icing on the cake. Um, and that should give you a really good understanding of everything we covered. However, though, if say you still have questions or something, you know, um, didn't sound right or anything like that, uh, if you go to kindlepreneur.com, scroll down to the bottom of the footer of the website, I've got a contact me link, click that, send your question on over to me. And and Dave is not full of soup here because I've I've emailed him over the last, what, six months, a couple of times, and he always gets back to me with answers. Absolutely. I back back when um I was starting off and I sent a lot of questions I never got answers so I've always just remembered that and that's always been my thing so it's like you're killing no me. Stone unturned. Kindness, <laughs> kindness. Okay, so the other question I had for you is what's what's up with you next, Dave? You have another book coming out. You have a lot of books out there. I do. Yeah, actually it's it's kind of funny. I'm actually uh, hoping to co-produce one right now um with somebody. It's it's neat. Um, because so this person, he, he owns a podcast and he covers a particular subject. That's a very unique one. Um, and he's constantly talking about a public domain. There's a certain book that is in public domain. And what that means is that it doesn't have a copyright anymore. And so I told, told my buddy, his name is Luke. I'm like, Luke, dude, you constantly talk about this book. Why don't you craft your own? And so he's taking it, putting it through Atticus, a book formatting software. He's creating footnotes to help explain. He's kind of updating the, the translation. He's using, uh, AI art for the images inside the book, not on the cover. We, I, I, me personally, I love to use the artist for the cover, but if I want like a map or some really cool imagery to put, we're putting that in there. He's got an intro and outro and. And if you're ever interested in doing a public domain, there's a lot of things you need to do in order to let Amazon sell your public or sell the public domain for you. But what's really awesome for him is, is that the moment that he publishes this book, because he has that podcast, that's a very, very, very popular podcast. um, It will send a whole bunch of people to it. And then it'll probably be the number one of that public domain. So that's a lot of fun. That's just been kind of neat to work with. Um, doing that and yeah just constantly testing things and writing and you know that's the thing about amazon it's always changing so always keeps me on my toes with that let me just ask you one last question before we let you go and that is how does amazon feel about the software publisher rocket 
You know, honestly, it's kind of funny is they um, they've never contacted me about Publisher Rocket. Um, the they have contacted me about Atticus, the book formatting software, and they're actually partnering with us because their team absolutely loves it, um, which is cool because they're going to get rid of Kindle Create uh, soon and that they're just going to hand us over the keys, wow. which is nice. Um, but say. what's funny, though, is the publish, Publisher Rocket, um, Amazon has um, publicly promoted my writing on keywords and categories. Matter of fact, one time they literally sent out a message that said, you know, learn from Kindlepreneur um, to optimize your books for more sales. And then the coolest part, this is kind of the funny thing. I This is when I wrote this article and it was specifically on Kindle keywords for fiction authors. I wrote this article and I broke it down on how to approach it, how to look at it. That was the one where Amazon was promoting it all over. But the craziest part was they updated their um, their FAQ section to reflect exactly what I had in there. Wow. So they, they not only took what I wrote, but then they put it there and I'm like, hey, yeah, little, I'm cool or, with it. <laughs> you are. You don't mind? Yeah, and a little royalty no. would be nice. Hello. No, all good. It was, but it was really cool. Uh, so I think, I think their thing is, is that I think they acknowledge it. I think they like it because, you know, smarter authors create better books, which create more sales, which makes them and you more money. So I think they're completely down with it. Um, but with regards to, you know, the content, they, I, they've already shown that they publicly love it. So, which right. is neat. That's, but it's funny that I've never actually talked to them from Publisher Rocket, but I've had major conversations on Atticus. Go figure. <laughs> How about it? That's awesome. Good for you. I love it. You have such a great story and such great content out there for authors. And it's obvious that you you really care about people succeeding in this business. And, and you can't say that for everyone, can you? Sadly, no. The internet is a interesting place. We'll put it that way. There you go. Um, yeah, it's... You know, a long time ago, uh, one of my mentors, when I was first starting, his name was Pat Flynn, and he did the the website called Smart Passive Income. Love Pat. Um, and he said something that always stuck with me, which is make the internet a better place. Mm. You know, and mm. if you're ever doing something like some, it's okay to work towards, say, revenue or goals and things like that. But if you're ever doing something and you're not making the internet a better place, you need to stop and ask yourself what you are really doing and whether or not that's in line with who you are. So... So I mean it when I say it, make the internet a better place, well, that's whether it's Amazon, Google, you name it, make it better. It's a great place to, to end the interview. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dave, for being here. Thank you for explaining everything, for, for providing such fantastic information. You can find Dave at his website, kindlepreneur.com. I'm going to have all the links that he talked about in the show notes. Thanks so much for being with us, Dave. Absolutely. Again, thanks for having me. Very good. And you are listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold. You've been listening to Get Your Book Seen and Sold with Claudine Walk, my Substack account, claudinewalk.substack.com. Sign up for my newsletter today.